Welcome to the Yav Podcast with Kelsey on South Sharav Radio. But yeah, man, well, welcome to the App Spaces, the Twitter Spaces live remix version of the App Podcast, man. I'm, I'm, I'm joined by, well, I'm waiting on my my uh, my shotgun rider with me that's that's been riding for this whole NFL playoffs annually. Um, a South Shire family member, Roger Callender. Um, he's a little um, technically ta- challenged right now at the moment, so we're just waiting for him to hop in. Um, but I'm also joined by DJ producer DJ Keo, who unfortunately is a Cowboys fan. But I just want to know Not good, man. We can't be all perfect, you know. <laughs> Gotta let it go. No one can be perfect, man. It's all good. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. And and of course, I'm the host. I'm Kelsey, um, the owner of South Shore Ave, the host of the Ave podcast, and a very bitter, extremely bitter Niners fan right now. Especially, <laughs> you know you you know you would have won this game. You know that. Was that? You know you would have oh won God. this game. Like, no. <laughs> this this is this was a definitely like I said, I, it's one of the better games, man, for sure. Like I, I definitely yeah. enjoyed this. It was a good game, and it it was a very good halftime performance because usually they're trash. Like usually halftime, I'm like, yo, I gotta go bathroom. <laughs> I'll be back. Let me go drive the car around the block. I don't want to see this garbage. Like, I did miss the Janet Jackson thing. So. Who's that? <laughs> I missed the Janet Jackson thing. Because, you know, normally the halftime is terrible. So I'm like, ah, I'm going to get some food. And I was at my friend's house and I heard everybody screaming. Yo, <laughs> I was like, what happened? Somebody get hurt? I, I, was, I was watching. I, what was crazy about that? I was watching that performance, and I enjoyed. It. I'm a Janet Jackson fan, so I was enjoying the performance. Yeah. The Timberlake thing came on. I was just like, ah, whatever. You know, you're just kind of watching it. Mm-hmm. And I still remember when they when they flashed it and you showed her nipple. It, it was like on for like 0.5 seconds. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was short because you covered it up. Instantly. Yeah, it was like it was like 0.5 seconds. Not even at the club of the incident. Like like the the channel basically snapped off. <laughs> like yeah. they went right to the next scene, and I remember me and my boy looked at each other like, "Yo, did we just see what we just saw? <laughs> like, did we just, did we just, did we just see a Janet Jackson city? Like, <laughs> yo, we were like, yeah. we were like completely floored, and then we're like, but I'm like, nah, I don't know if he saw that though. Did we actually see that? And we're confused. And I remember we watched the rest of the game, but you know, you know, like, watched the rest of the game. I was like, yeah, did, are you sure? Are you yeah, sure? like we we watched the rest of the game, but we weren't watching the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, it, was, it, was, it was super wild, dude. I'll never forget that game. Yeah, I, I, so I, Pat- I Patriots and uh, was it the? It was the Patriots. And, I think team? the the um, the Panthers. I think. Yes, yeah, Panthers, Patriot Panthers, and the field goal. Yes. Cause I went down to the kitchen and I was like, "Yo, let me grab some food real quick." And I was good. I was trying to get some wings and some beer, and I just heard people screaming and jumping up and down. And I was like, "What the hell happened? Someone get hurt? Some guy injured? Like, what happened?" I walk upstairs. And everyone's like, "Janet!" He's screaming, "Janet!" Dude's laying out on the ground like, "Janet!" You're like, "No, you're like, you're like, no the, the nipples." The nipples. <laughs> The nipples are shooting. Dude, was having epilepsy attacks, man. <laughs> yeah, everybody went crazy. Everybody, it, everybody went nuts. Because it's the thing that you don't expect. Like it's not as you go like, oh, they they would never do that. I think Roger. I still, I still can't believe they did it though in the first place. Though I'm still shocked. No, about that, that. that was that was unbelievable. Yo, Roger. yo, yo, what's going on, guys? 
Hey, yes, what's going on, guys? Good, man. He's, he's no longer technically challenged. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta, you gotta give me a few days or a few weeks before you change platforms on me, man. <laughs> it's, the, it's the one unique. It's the one unique time I'm, I'm hopping on a platform. The one unique time I'm changing it up. <laughs> give it a shot. Totally, oh, totally, totally through Roger for a loop. It was like it was like our parents trying to work the VCR for the first time. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> Know, That's a perfect man. analogy, man. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I don't understand how many platforms are coming out nowadays, man. Honestly, guys. I Dude, like I had I'm... the same problem trying to get in, man. Same problem. I was like, Yo, it's not working. I can't hear you. Yeah, nothing was working. Man. Nothing was working. Anyhow. So what's nah, going man. on, guys? No, it's all, it's all good, man. What's, what's, what's going on, man? Well, you know, let's, let's get into it, man. This is the first live episode of uh that i've done for for the super bowl post game episode you know i, I wanted to get more of a vibe like we're just chilling you know what i mean like i hope one both of you guys have a couple of drinks in your hand i'm about to crack open the heineken it's just a second i, I have to go grab my beer yeah, man go, I'm, go I'm right back that's good i'm on my phone i'm gonna walk with my phone that's okay so no nah, go go ahead yeah you don't have to put it down just in the 80s you don't have to put down the phone it's my phone man it's all good yeah i'm on, I'm on my phone no nah, man you grab this beer real quick nah, you can... <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can walk. You can walk with it, man. That's that's how it works. In that's how it works in 2022, man. You can walk it over. I'm, I'm gonna make the official crack it open up my drink, drink right now. There you go. There you go. I gotta find a bottle opener. Hold on. I'm good. I'm good. There, there you go. Here we go. Roger, where'd you drink at? Where you drinks at? Uh, I started drinking long time, guys. Oh, there you I'm go. Feeling good right there, now, man. There you go. You're all in. You're all, you're all, you're you're. you're, you're, you're <laughs> Six bottles into a six pack. That's all. That's all. <laughs> Bird can't no doubt, fly no with doubt. one wing, man. Bird can't fly with one wing. No, Let's man. Not, 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 not at all. But yeah, man. Like I said, you know, um, you know, whoever's listening right now, if you, you know, if you don't have a drink, feel free to crack one open with us. Um, mm-hmm. but, you know, I just want to spend a little time breaking down, you know, any and all thoughts about the game and everything surrounding the game. Um, but I want to get you, you know, and I want to share our, I guess, our thoughts on the halftime performance. Let's wait to you know towards the end before we do that one. Uh, mm-hmm. But straight up, like first off, what, what were your thoughts on the game? So, Keo, I guess I'll start uh, with you. Oh, so you want me to go first? Okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I was shocked. Honest to God, I was shocked at how little the calls were until the end of the game. Like they let them play, and there's a couple of instances that any other game, if this was any other game, they would have. They would kick people out of the, the game. They ejected people for sure. That brawl at the sidelines when um when Aaron hit uh Burrow, mm-hmm. they would have tossed somebody out of that. There's no way. <laughs> and uh, they had that low hit on the ankles. There's a couple penalties that I thought they would have been called before. They just let everybody play though. Yeah, which was up, up until the last two minutes. Yeah, up until the last two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised because up to the last two minutes, supposedly they they hadn't even call, called a penalty, and yeah, there was a really scuffle that happened too. So I mean, mm-hmm. I was pretty surprised. Even that last pass interference, uh, yeah, Cooper Cup. I was like, eh. yeah, that was that was a good call. I, I think like, that was a makeup a call, call, man. No, that, that was, was a makeup minutes. call for that pass interference on Ramsey. Well, Exactly, exactly. Not with a, a man 40 left on the clock. You don't call that kind of pass interference play, especially no. when they're like two yards into outside the end zone. Yeah, but, um, you can't call that. 
You can't call he gave that him, a... He gave him five shots on goal, man. That's that's kind of whack. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. You should have let it go, but eh, it is what it is. You, so let me ask you this. Do you think that the NFL would have preferred the Rams win over the Bengals? Oh, absolutely. 1,000%. Absolutely. No doubt. L.A. won, man. L.A. Yeah. It's all yeah, about yeah. L.A. It's a huge market. Yeah. Huge, massive market. Because, you know, that parade's going to be crazy. They're going to have Dre and Snoop in the parade and everything. Like, they can't wait for that. I know. I don't, I don't know if the Lakers are playing on the road or at home. <laughs> oh, they're going to be there, too. LeBron's going to be head, head man in the parade, too. I'm, you know, actually, I'm going to check right now while we're talking to see if he's going to be on a float. I guarantee you he's, he's, he's looking to be on a, on a, on a float. Yeah, he's going to. It's gonna be load management that day. So it's gonna be load management. No, no, that's... somehow he's gonna work his way to the parade. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's... you know he's... <laughs> he is absolutely up. They're they're home. They're home on uh, Wednesday. So oh, this is definitely happening. There you go. This is definitely happening. Oh, he's yeah. absolutely he's absolutely gonna be on a float. They don't play no Wednesday. Oh, he's absolutely for sure gonna be on a on a float. <laughs> that is actually happening. That is LeBron will be on the floor. Of course, a hundred thousand percent. One hundred thousand. If he's not part of it, he's gonna be hanging out like Drake was at the Raptors. Yeah, thing. for sure. Just somewhere behind the scenes, just hanging for sure. Out. Even though he has absolutely nothing to do with the organization, but it's, <laughs> all, it's, it's all good. Baraj, what were your thoughts on the game, though? Um. I mean, it was a good game. It was entertaining. Um, you know, I was pulling for the Bengals. I, I'd love to see an underdog win. See, um, see. You know what? I, I mean, the Bengals did a really good, a good, really good job, especially about Bengals' defense. You know, mm-hmm. I was I was really prepared to come on here and say that the Bengals' defense deserved that MVP because they played really, really well. Like, they yeah. shut down the run completely. Um, they, they were double team at Cooper Cup, and up to I'd say up to the last three minutes of the game, I'd say they probably played a perfect game, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But then you know Cooper Cup, it was like all of a sudden Stafford used to start passing to Cooper Cup whether he was double covered or not, and this guy was still catching the ball. <laughs> yeah, he's incredible, like, man. He's incredible. He is. He is one hundred percent, and I think that's what shocked me the most. I'm like, they got him double covered. They had a guy in front of him, a guy behind him. He's still catching the ball, and he's the only one that they're passing that that um, Stafford is passing to. I know, and, so, it, and um, it doesn't. Yeah, man. I mean, and it doesn't mean shit. That's that's thing that's crazy. It doesn't mean yeah. shit. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's just gonna throw it anyway. I think exactly. It's, exactly. it's safe to say that Cooper Cup is the most underrated All Star receiver in the league. Because people by don't far. talk about him the way he deserves to be talked about. Oh, by far. By far. And it's funny because Calvin and I have had this conversation before. We're mm-hmm. like, Cooper Cup has always been a good wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But before Matthew Stafford came, um, once Matthew Stafford came, he became a great wide receiver. Yes. Like, all of a sudden, yeah. this guy is like 140 passes. He's catching 140 passes. He's got like 14 touchdowns, 1,900 mm-hmm. yards. Like, Stafford just kind of kicked him up into a new stratosphere, and he looked—he looked like he just couldn't be defended out there. Honestly, he looked—he yeah. looked untouchable. He looked like he yeah. looked like Randy Moss. He looked like Megatron. Yeah. He looked like he just couldn't be stopped, regardless of what they did and what they threw at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's always open. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Somehow, this guy's always open. 
honestly, brutal. and I never thought he could run. I like I never thought he had wheels. I never thought he had any speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This guy, all of a sudden, he's outrunning people, and it's like, who is this guy? Where'd this guy come from? Uh, honestly, he, I, I think I, the problem. Honestly, I, okay. I, I really, I really feel like he's one of. He's, his his rot running is beyond incredible. I, I think that's what separates him no, from everything no. else. You know what it reminds me of? And I'm not saying he is Jerry Rice, but the one thing that, that was great mm-hmm. about Jerry Rice was, like, Jerry Rice will tell you he wasn't the fastest guy. You know, obviously, like, his, yeah. I think his his, uh, his his 40 was like a 4.5 or 4.6, some craziness like that. But the thing mm-hmm. that set everything up for, for him was the rot running was, like, it was immaculate. So it's like once he once he got yeah. the step on you, like you weren't catching him. That we like it was over, right? And, and yeah, I mean, yeah, falls along in that same vein at least this season, where it's like he just he runs the route immaculate. He's got immaculate footwork, and that's it. You can't catch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I I rarely see him drop the ball. Like he catches ridiculous balls all the time. Consistency. Yeah. One hundred percent. He's got phenomenal hands. Absolutely. One hundred percent. I think the the thing that's kind of killed him was the injuries. He was always getting hurt. Yeah. True. True. He's kind of like True. McCaffrey, like a phenomenal player, but like when he needed him most, he wasn't there. But mm-hmm. yeah, he he deserves it, man. I, I give it to him, man. He deserves it. I can't be mad at that. No, he really, he really, he really does. He really does. Like it's it, it was it's super impressive. I mean, to me overall, it was a great game. Um. But mm-hmm. I, I got to give my props to Stafford, man. Like, that last drive was, I mean, Ooh. yes, the penalties was everything, but, like, it was also impressive on grand mm-hmm. things. Like, I can't, at the same time, it's like, mm-hmm. you can complain about the penalties, but, like, I can't take a shot at him for it. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, it's not his fault. Yeah. It's you know what my problem with Stafford is? You know what my issue with Stafford is, Calvin? What's that? Okay. Yes, he's a great. He, he is a good. He is a good quarterback, one hundred percent. But I feel like he has other wide receivers there, um, and he was only passing to Cup. It was like only the Cup. He was constantly just only throwing the Cup. Van Jefferson, I understand. I did see that he had some troubles getting open a few times. Um, yeah. He had that tight end who was coming in. What was his name? He had a weird name, but started with an S. He was going in for Higby. I, I can't even remember his name. He caught a yeah. few balls, and he was playing okay. But I found, like, I always find that towards the end of the game, like within the last two or three yeah, games, he has blinders on to Cooper Cup. Yeah, it's all Cup. Cup. All Cup. All Cup. Yep. That's what I'm saying, like, I was sitting there. I was screaming at the. I was screaming at the screen when they had single coverage. Eli Apple on mm-hmm. cup, and he was on the one yard line. I was like, double team cup, triple team cup. Put everybody on cup. If they yeah, run in that, I would almost be like, okay, that's cool. But I knew that that pass was coming to cup because nobody else was catching the ball in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. So yeah. That kind of frustrates me. You're, you're right. You're right. Like. I, I, it's to me. I, I don't like again. I don't understand that even with what you're saying. Like, I don't understand how every game, especially towards the end of the game, especially gin, during these playoffs, does none of the teams mm-hmm. have film? Like, how come nobody <laughs> can throw a double team on Cup? Like, I don't. I don't understand. I don't it's unstoppable. Like at the end of games, to me, it's it's super wild. I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. One yard yeah. line. They tried two runs. They got stuffed each and every time. Who do you think the ball was going to go to? <laughs> yeah. He only passed the ball to one person. Cooper Cup caught, caught like the last five passes of the game. And and the, 
That's it's the like, lack of run game almost cost these guys the Rams. They couldn't get anything going with the running ball. That's that's incredible to me. I know. I, I just assumed they would have had 100 yards rushing, but they couldn't get anything going. Nothing. Oh, once Odell went down, it's like the yeah. passing game just kind of shut off, just yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Like at at, at, at that stage, you gotta figure. Okay, you know what? Let's let's mm-hmm. let's have let's have Van Jefferson. Anybody else beat us? You know what I mean? It can't be Cub. Exactly. Like Cub can't get because he finished with eight eight, <laughs> eight, uh, eight eight catches for ninety two yards and two TDs. He can't get the second TD. He can't. <laughs> like he like he can't do Tell it. You, I, I was, I was, it was blowing my mind. I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, it's like watching the last two playoff games all over yeah. again. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's exactly. Like, do any of these coaches watch the playoffs? Did they watch any of these previous playoff games? They yeah, did that to the Bucks. They did that to, uh, they did that to San Francisco. It's like, mm-hmm. why are you guys not double or even triple covering this guy? What the hell, man? The Bucks went out on the the last play of the game with Cooper Cup running about thirty yards <laughs> by himself after he ran right past the safety. And it's like, fuck guys, what are you doing over here? He's their best player. And you guys aren't even like double you're not even trying to double team this guy? Like seriously? That's um, incredible. No, it's, it's crazy. It, no, it's, it's 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 ridiculous. I I'll say this much though. I I, I honestly can't believe the impact. Of of Stafford and Cup from year one, just think, just thinking mm-hmm. about it. The only the only combos that I've seen year one to have like this kind of impact that I can remember off the top of my head is Moss and Cunningham during Moss's rookie year. You remember how crazy that was? Moss year one? Too. Well, like Moss and Brady. Yeah, yeah, Moss and Brady is the other one. The first year when okay. it was in, in New York, in um in New England, and and Steve yeah. Rice and and um sorry Steve. Start Steve Young and Jerry Rice. The first year, the first year that they were the, like, like where Young was the starting quarterback after Montana left. Mm-hmm. I can't think of another like yeah. another combo like this potent year one. Like right off well, the I, I'll, I'll give Burrow and Chase. Years. I'll give Burrow and Chase. Yeah, 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 you know, know what? You're right. absolutely right. Burrow that that one is a really good one too because I mean, yeah, because they made they made they, the Super yeah. Bowl. But they, cause they they played, but they played together in New Orleans, though, or, or LSU. Uh, yeah, yeah, LSU. Uh, yeah, LSU. Yep. So like they yep. they have they have chemistry. I don't. I I think it may not be fair to put them together because it's not like they just met each other for the first time. Right. They sure. know each other. For yeah, years. it's it's almost a bit of a cheat code. Yeah, it's kind of a cheat yeah. code. It's like it's like he he just stuff. knows like cause this guy's running out there. I'll just throw it up. Hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. But yeah. I remember that Moss Cunningham combo. Like, I remember Cunningham would just remember those games where this Cunningham mm-hmm. would just be like, "I don't even go go what the play is. I'm just throwing this shit up in the air." <laughs> and Moss would just Yo, Cunningham had a cannon, guy. He had a oh cannon. my god. And it was, yeah. was kind of the same thing with Brady. There was times I remember there was times during that season, mm-hmm. and that was the undefeated season where where Brady. I mean, uh, Moss would be double teamed, and this guy would be like. I don't give a fuck. I'm throwing it to him. And he was <laughs> one hand over two guys. Like it was dumb. It was. It was yeah. Yeah. That jump I, ball. I still, yeah. I still remember that game when they went against. I think you know, Revis was playing for the Jets at the time. I think it was the Jets. And um, it was it was um, it was um, Moss versus Revis. Revis Island at the time. It was all about Revis Island. All about Revis Island. I remember Brady put up a ball. It was like 50 yards. 
um, Moss got a step on Rivas, and Moss literally stuck out one hand, grabbed the ball in the end zone, and just pulled it in. Yeah. Yeah. And like Ross, Moss yeah. was unstoppable. Nobody could stop this guy. If he he burnt Rivas, who at the time was the best cornerback in the league. Yeah. And he literally just took it to the woodshed and shot him in his head. <laughs> like that's the thing. That's why they got Moss because Jets were a problem. <laughs> exactly. They're that's where the whole you got Moss came from. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's, a, that's exactly where that came from. But I just I can't believe the impact. And I, I know the last podcast, you know, mm-hmm. I was talking a lot about you know, there's a chance that Cup could have the greatest wide receiver season in the history of football. And the fact mm-hmm. that he won a Super Bowl MVP, he just clinched it. He just he just he just did yeah. it. Like he's he's now officially the embodiment of, of Billy Hoyle and Eminem rolled into one. Absolutely. How many receivers, like white receivers like that, are actually running things in the league? A lot of them are just slot guys. Yeah, that's true. It's only full number one, a one number one. Receiver. Outside of Steve Wilson, like that used to play on, on the Seahawks, who I barely remember playing watching, the only, the only white yeah. guys that would like dominate on like on a on a um you know as a wide receiver was usually usually from what I remember was when I was playing Madden. I mean, outside of that, though, like I can't I can't think of anything else. It's not a lot. It was, it was, it was, usually, I, computer I remember, I remember... was computer generated when I did it. But uh, <laughs> I remember, jo- I remember Jordy Nelson at one point. I remember okay, Jordy yeah, Nelson yeah. had like I yeah, two really Jordy. Bad. I would forget about him. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Where Aaron Rodgers would literally launch the ball like sixty yards, and Jordy Bel- Jordy Nelson would just go under it and grab it. You're right. You're right. I totally. But aside from that, I totally forgot about him. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a- Jordy was the number one. He was. I, I he gave was. you that. Yeah, he's the number one. But he was the only one. I can't. Honestly, God, I I can't think of anybody else. No. To be honest. No, he's, he's, there's other people, but like they weren't number ones. They were just there. No, yeah, he, he's he's, I, he's I, broken all stereotypes. Yeah, <laughs> it really has. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, like the guy that was who was the um the seat corner that was on the Giants. It was um the white dude that was the corner in the Giants. Oh, Seahorn, Jason Seahorn. Yes, Jason Seahorn. Like, that's another yeah. guy. But then, but then it ended up being like a white hype thing because he used to get destroyed after a while. Guys, after West, I'm looking at the yeah, example he, out of him. He had one good year, and then after that, it's kind of like, ah, he used to be good. <laughs> he got busted. Uh, yeah, they started targeting him, and he started to get smoked. I remember that. Poor <laughs> guy. Yeah, I used to enjoy those head. giant games when he got smoked. I used to enjoy that, so... You know, you know, what's crazy, though. So we're seeing this now, like this is officially the era of, of like the best monies being spent right now under mm-hmm. the cap. You had Tampa Bay who did mm-hmm. it last year that that got everybody, every star they could think possible to that fits under the cap. They they did it. They won at home yeah. at home. Right. In the yeah. Super Bowl. The Rams did it this year. Got everybody, every everybody you can think of that could fit under the cap. You know, got pulled out the Von Miller trade, pull out the the Odell Beckham trade. <laughs> you know, and 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 rest in peace to his knee because man, I, I think he might have blown yeah, up. Good I, don't, I didn't see the injury, report, but it, it looks like he might have blown. I think it's done. It's I think he's done. Yeah, uh, I no, he's done. Yeah, he didn't even bother trying to come back out. I just saw him on the sidelines, like, ah, oh, damn, that's it. Yeah, he looked like he was ready. Drake, to cry. Drake lost like five hundred thousand dollars on that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I am. I am glad you got it. I am glad you got a ring, though. I felt like you <laughs> yeah. deserved it. No, for sure. I, I'm glad you got that ring. For sure, yeah, I, yeah. I I am too. Like he he definitely deserved that. 
Um, but like, yeah, when when you saw the way you went down, I was like, oh man, that that's that's at least an MCL or ACL. I feel like a doctor. Okay, he pulled up before the hit. It wasn't the hit. He pulled up. No, right. Oh no, wasn't it? It was a non-contact. No, it wasn't. It was a non-contact. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like you knew. Like I feel like a doctor. Like I watch too many sports. But like <laughs> as soon as I see those interviews, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's a. Yeah, I do. The second I saw him pull up, I was like, he's done. Yeah. I was texting my friend, like, ah, it's over. He's out. He's out right now. Man, I, I honestly thought that was the reason why they were going to lose the game. I honestly I thought, thought so that too. was the reason why they were going to lose the game. I thought, I thought that was going to yeah, happen. Right after that happened, they got back in the game. I was like, oh, okay. It's a game now. All right. <laughs> No, I, yeah, I was, yeah. honestly, like, how, how shitty does the, the Browns look for waving this guy? Like, the, this guy basically had a team in almost yeah. every game he's played in in a Rams uniform. Yeah. <laughs> he had more in the last four games than he has for the last two seasons. Yeah. Two seasons? Try, like, three seasons, guy. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was so bad. But you know what? He was never a good fit for Cleveland, period. He was never yeah. a good fit for Cleveland. Like, from the first time he got there, like, the first year he got there, I was looking at him. I was like, the problem with the problem with um, I felt like they tried to force the ball to him way too much. Yeah, and because of that, yeah. it, it's he, they sacrificed the whole offense, and they weren't built like that. They weren't built like the Giants, where Eli Manning would literally give him the ball every second or third play. Yeah. Um, so Cleveland was just not meant to win with with a player like that. Unfortunately, I mean. And I mean, what Cleveland does well is they run the ball. They're one of the greatest, they're one of yeah, the best running teams. Best running, running right? Yeah. Well, like, because they're, they're a division, they have to run the ball. You can't throw in that true. division. Yeah. True. True. That's true. So, like, that's why they're built like that. So, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think he had a good relationship with the quarterback either. Because, like, when Eli, Eli knew where he was going to be to throw it. They, it looked like they they weren't on the same page all the time. Like I've seen a couple of Browns games, and they never looked in sync. It kind of looked like they don't practice enough, or I don't know. They don't have a relationship off the field. I don't know what it is, but it was not right. Oh, you know what? They just didn't have any chemistry, plain and simple. Yeah, that's fair. You know, him and Baker had like zero chemistry together, and they zero tried chemistry. they tried to force it, but it just chemistry is something either you have it or you don't have it, man. And they just didn't have it. Yeah, but it but it, well, but it, kind, of, finished, it kind of it kind of speaks to Mayfield though. That's the problem. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Browns are finished. The Steelers and the Browns are finished. Ravens are iffy because I don't know what's going on with the Ravens right now. This is the know. Bengals' division to lose. Yeah, I feel like if they can fix like... their O line, this is pretty much theirs to lose. I'm not counting on um, yeah. Lamar though. Like I think if you get if you get Lamar like a number one receiver, not just. Um, Andrews, but if you get him like a number one receiver, I, I don't know, man. I, I think they're right back in it. I just think they're they're always been a you tough team. Ah, they get older, you know what, man. Calvin? You know what, Calvin? The only reason is like this is this is the only reason why I feel like I don't feel like Lamar needs a number one receiver. I think they just need to run the fucking ball. That, That's what they need to do. That's true. That's that what Baltimore true. does best. Don't put the ball in Lamar's hands. Make Lamar kind of like the accessory to the run game because that's what when they were doing that they were winning they played well. Man. But whenever they got to the playoffs and they had to okay we're down ten points what are we gonna do? They fall apart every time. Yeah, Without that fail. was the problem. I do agree, but I think but I think the fact that this year like this year I found that they were not running the ball like how they used to in, in years past 
And instead, they were trying to pass the ball. Um, you know, they had the fear of God from people when they ran, though. So they had to respect it. They made it easier for Lamar to throw because they know, hey, if you don't leave a safety back there, this guy was run twenty yards on you. Like, that helps a lot tremendously for his passing yeah. game. Not hundred percent. I, I I would agree. I I think, and it's funny going back to the point I was making before about about spending the win. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he need, yeah. he needs help for sure. He needs help, but like, eventually he's gonna have to take the thing on his shoulders and do it. You can't have him be baby forever. He's been in the league. This is like four years now, five. This is a yeah. four. Uh, okay, last year he's injured, but yeah, he's been here for a minute. He's lost what two playoff games to the Chiefs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then uh, first year I don't think he made it first year, and then this year he was out. So at at least four years he's been in the league. You gotta take the training wheels off, man. He's gotta be able to win the game for you. No, but like, like you're I was... in a division of people that will crush you though. You can't you can't rely on that. But what I was saying though is like it does San Fran, like a team like San Fran, do they do they like camp out in front of Brady's house right now and just <laughs> to come to the bay? Like, they, I, they need to be at Aaron Rodgers' house. That's what they need to do. Listen, I'm a I'm a Niners fan. I'm telling you right now, whatever you want, whatever <laughs> you want, you got it. You want you want Lynch's parking space? You got it. You want Kaepernick to come back? <laughs> like you, you want the facility to be like a Tom Brady performance facility? Got it. Done. <laughs> Silicon Valley. You want you want Google share? You want shares in Google fifty percent? Got him. Get it done. Get it done for oh, whatever man. you want to do. Get it done. Get it. I, you know what? I, I always laugh at that because I'm like, San Francisco, you had your chance of getting Brady. Like, Brady grew up a Niners fan, like a huge Niners fan. You had and both like, chances to get Rodgers in and Brady. Both of them wanted to be there. Both of them, both of them were Niners fans. Exactly. Yeah, but the only thing is, Brady was actually available. He was available. And you looked at your you looked at your quarterback room and you said, "Nope, I'm gonna stick with." <laughs> that blows my mind. Like seriously, that's what you thought. You thought, you know what? I'm good. I'll pass, and I'll I'll stick with that guy. Like seriously, come on, man. Well, that okay. Was, if, if the Niners had Brady, this would have been their second Super Bowl. They would have won. Honestly, it would have been. Yes. I agree. No, I agree. A, a, a thousand percent. Because I'm like. That's a sad thing. They really looked back in the quarterback room and said, yeah, no, we're going to go with Jimmy G. We got it. We got it. <laughs> we got it. We're good. The, the problem with Jimmy G is on paper, it is a genius person. He's genius on paper. Yeah. And he'll give you three quarters of some greatness. And he's going to throw exactly. an interception and a fumble. And you're like, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Everything's true. perfect, though. Jimmy, Jimmy's one of He's got the arm. He makes good decisions downfield normally. And it's just one, just two bad plays every game. And you're like, what the fuck? It's true. Every it's game. true. I, Jimmy G is one of the worst. He's one of the worst quarterbacks. Not because of how he plays, but I feel like he gives you just enough hope to be like, I think I can win with this guy. <laughs> and then the biggest moments, he fucking cokes. And he costs you the game, but he just does just enough to be like, I think I'm gonna bring him back next year because I think we might be able to win with him. <laughs> no, he's man. there. He's he's all the tangibles though. He's everything that you want in the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He, he, here's a here's a the question I want to ask though. How mm. how mad is is Jared Goff right now? 
Oh, he's got to be living. <laughs> he's just got to be living. <laughs> Not only yeah, did you stand yeah. in the Detroit, they win this year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I felt bad for him, man. I, I felt bad for him. And that's two L's. That's at the wrong time, but I mean, he had his chance. He had his chance. They had their Super yeah. Bowl. He was in the Super Bowl with them when they went against the Patriots, and they lost. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he had his chance. You know, I kind of feel bad for him just because of how everything ended. And it's you know it, it never feels good knowing that. Your team I, I don't think it's his fault. Though. It. I don't think it's Jared Goff's fault. Honest to God, I don't think it's his fault. Because uh, you know McVay changed some of his play calling with Matthew Stafford. He wasn't doing the same stuff he's doing with Goff. Right, True. but but at, but at the he same time, a lot. right at the same time, but I think though, that's like, because he had Goff. I I think that uh, if he does fair. That's, that's a fair argument. Yeah, Goff couldn't make all those throws, and that's one of the reasons why they want Stafford in the first place. Sorry, Calvin. Stafford's got a rocket as an arm, man. That's, that's fair. No, I, I was just going to say that I, I think some of it, though, was that it was kind of like the Jimmy G situation in San Francisco. They weren't fully opening up the playbook for Goff because I'm not sure if they could've, he could have handled the mm-hmm. full playbook. Yeah. So, so I think that's part of it too, right? Like, yeah, you're right. He he was showing off stuff that he he was definitely showing parts of the of the house that Goff never yeah, saw. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> Goff never knew about the guest house. The guest house, <laughs> he never knew about that, and there was probably a reason why, right? Like, it's that's fair. Is there this? And and you know what? You can't knock it because they just won the Super Bowl. See, so you, you can't even knock. Yeah, it. yeah. you can't even it's knock true. it. He, he wasn't up. This, I mean, he's not on the same level as Stafford because Stafford has been putting up 4,000 yards consistently in Detroit with with just Megatron. That's it. There's yeah. nothing else. Sure. No running game, no O-line, no defense, just Megatron, 4,000 yards. He, and he, he even did it without him. Here's the, yeah. here, here's the, thing, here's the thing that's wild that, I, that I, wanted, I want you guys to think about, too. Some, mm-hmm. some, there's right now somewhere in either Texas but or definitely America. Some, there's somewhere in, 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 in America, though, right now. Jerry Jones right now is, like, looking to pay off Goodell <laughs> to make sure he can raise the salary cap. You you know right now, like, this guy must be, like, slamming Bruh. everything, like, like his fist through the table right now, his old hands through the table. Just because I'm like, it doesn't, <laughs> to me at this stage, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, it's, he's, you know, you know he wants, like, there's no more, nobody has more money than Jerry Jones. Well, I should say most owners don't have more money than he does. And you know he wants to bring a, a winner to Cowboys, you know, to, to, to Arlington, Texas, right? Like, Oh, yeah, that, absolutely. The, the amount of money that guy wants to spend on everything, and it's like it can't get done. It just they can't get out of the first round. It, can, it can't get done. But meanwhile, mm-hmm. this, the last two years, you've seen teams basically buy themselves to a ring. It, well, it's it's two problems. I'll, I'll tell you two problems. Number one's coaching. And number two is our O line is finished, but nobody wants to call it that. Everyone's saying, "Oh, the O line is still in the best of the two league or whatever." It's not. We have three people that are injured all last year, three starters, and they keep rotating, rotating them in, hoping for the best. Like people are not going to notice, but Jack has zero time to throw the ball back there, especially coming off of an injury. He's got no time. Listen, it's uh, I agree with you on those two. The old line needs to be rebuilt. One hundred percent. They gotta rebuild it. They have to. But I also find uh, Zeke. Zeke has slowed down. 
Zeke yeah. has been injured for the past couple of years, and rightfully yeah. so, man. He he literally has, was taking like 400 carries per year for the yeah, past that, for the past three four years. That goes I think, back to coaching though, because they have Pollard. Pollard's getting like yep. seven yards a carry. I know, and he, and they he don't didn't even play him. in the last game. Yep. He didn't play in the last game. They, they don't like use touches. him enough. They don't, don't use him enough. So it's when Pollard I, I gets more almost, carries, they win every time. I, I feel like they almost they almost have they suffer from the same thing that Baltimore suffers suffers from. They have been always known as a run first team. Mm. The Cowboys were running Zeke, basically running him into the ground, and they were successful yeah. doing that. But then they got Dak. Then they started adding some wide receivers, and now they've gone a little bit too pretty, and they're trying to get a little too fancy, and it yeah. just doesn't work for them. You know, Dak puts up great stats. But they don't. But they never get out of the play. They never get out of the first round, right? Yeah, no, it's, that's that's a hundred percent coaching. They refuse absolutely. to like use the personnel they have. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. These guys are built to run the ball. Their team was built to run the ball. You yeah. don't just change your offensive philosophy just like that within a couple of years. You don't do it. Not yeah, successfully, well, anyways. Wonder Boy doing the play calling is not going to happen because he gets stuck with a, a couple plays that he keeps trying to run every time. They do the screen, whatever, and it doesn't work. They would go right back to the screen. <laughs> run for two yards, back to the screen, doesn't work. No slants, nothing. He doesn't do anything that's like at least adjustment in the second half. And it goes back to coaching. We can't get out of our own way. Ridiculous. Well, you know what? That's Let's true. let me let me ask you a couple other questions here. Like, what, what was the turning point of the game for you guys, Roger? And I'll start with you on that. Oh, easy. When Odell went down, that was it. Yeah. Odell, yeah. When Odell went down, I thought the game. Like, I looked at it and I was like, he's only passing to two people: Cooper Cup and Odell. And yeah. you know, the Bengals did a really good job of just cutting off the run. And because they shut off the run, they shut off the play action. And that's why all of a sudden, like. They were just rushing. The Bengals were rushing. They were literally just rushing three, four guys, and they were starting to get to staff. Yeah. Um. So I, I felt like that was the turning point. I honestly thought they were going to win. I did too. Um, but then I did too. But then Burrow, Burrow started making. I know he's not a rookie, but he made some some real rookie mistakes. Like he was taking some sacks where I'm just like, what the hell are you doing? Throw the, the ball away, dude! Stop getting him. hit. Yeah, just yeah they're oh my god. Oh my god, like three or four sacks. He was just constantly getting pounded. And I was like, dude, you gotta throw the ball away, man. You're not gonna be able to squeeze through that that defensive line. Like they, they were start to start killing him. They started getting to him. And I I felt like after that it was just kinda like they were just, just hitting him. Donald was just killing this guy. I, I say the turning point for me was when Donald got into that scuffle on the sidelines and started shoving each other. Because after that, it was sack season for the rest of the game. Yeah, they just went off after that happened. I don't know what they said back there or whatever happened, but like it, it was that, clearly a different team after that thing happened. It, it definitely woke him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, def, it definitely woke him up. I I think I agree with you guys' sentiments. I just think that um, at some point the O line just they they, they held off as long as they could. They held off as long as they could. I think they for, for God, because man. that was like the weak point. That was like the weak point for them for the majority of the season, like pass block, mm-hmm. like like pass blocking. But I think they held off as long as they could. They they actually overperformed for about three quarters, and then yeah. after that, it just it just you know it, it just went to hell after that. But they survived 
the, the last three playoff games. Yeah. yeah. Realistically. They shouldn't have won off. a couple of them. They is the, the he he was getting sacked all over the place. They had no time to throw the ball. They got lucky with a couple of plays, but like it, when you get to the Super Bowl, like you, your luck runs out, and they, the O line could only do so much. They ran out of gas in the third the third quarter. Yeah, completely ran out of gas. Oh, he, he Joe Burrow got sacked nine times by the Titans. Yeah, but see, if if they got a couple more first downs, they probably would have won the game. Absolutely, one hundred percent. O line couldn't keep them up, and that's another thing too. Like that, that last those last three plays where mm-hmm. it was like master where, where P Ryan, what's his name? P Ryan, P Ryan. Yeah, P. Ryan I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I was like, put Mixon in. What the hell's going on? Mixon, is, Mixon is averaging like five yards every time he's touching the ball. Yeah, he's and walking. I understand that, that P Ryan. I understand that P Ryan is their third down back, but mm-hmm. when you're literally in the when you're in the Super Bowl. You have a minute left. You need to have all your number one guys out there. Yeah, I, agree. I didn't understand I agree. that. Either. You can't have your starting running back sitting on the bench behind you. That doesn't even make any damn sense. The the yeah. fourth quarter, unless honestly, unless or I should say, not even the fourth quarter, the second half, especially when they the way they they came out the first because the first mm-hmm. less than five minutes they scored ten points, and to me at this point, unless Mixon is hurt. You know, or, or like you, you know, like no, he's not coming he's off the field good. unless he needs to get like a quick breather. Yeah. Like he can't come off the field at that point. You can't. You can't. Yeah. You can't. It's madness. It's absolute madness. Because it was work. The thing is, though, it was working. He was getting like seven, eight yards. Easily. Yeah. It was working. I know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, see, we're not down there on the sidelines. I don't know. Maybe something happened to him, or he had to pull him off some equipment failure. I don't know what it is. But it would have been, a, it would have no been a great time. It would have been a great time for a timeout. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, would have been a great time for a timeout. When yeah, you literally, when when it is like it was literally like I think it was like two and two. Mm-hmm. They ran the P run, ran the ball. He got caught up in the backfield. He didn't get the first down. Um, no, actually, that was one. It was, I think it was like three and one. Or, I think it was three and one. P. Ryan got wrapped up in the backfield. He went down, um, and then they tried some sort of. I don't know what that pass was, but mm-hmm. I could have told them like L.A. was gonna all out blitz you, no doubt. You had one yard. If they stopped you, the game was over. They went out for an all out blitz, and they got him. And it's yeah, like too many sacks. Yeah, with no adjustment. P. Ryan had the chance to catch to, to catch the ball too. I don't know if you guys saw that when when Joe yeah. Burrow got spun around by Aaron Donald, he kind of under he under he threw like, kinda, like, it. It yeah. was like a yard short. He almost it caught was. it. But then P. Ryan just stood there, and I thought like I figured die for it, do something like mm-hmm. do something, and he just stood there and he just watched the ball fall in front of him, and I was like, oh yeah. my god, what are they doing? Oh my god! I, I, I don't know what happened there. They, it was yeah. a, that was a failure on their part. I think too, the team kind of ran out of gas after that last drive from the Rams. Like their heart wasn't in it. I don't know what happened to them. Yeah. Like, realistically, when the Rams was doing that drive and they had the no huddles and stuff, they should have called timeout then and they readjust should. the people who are on the field. I agree one hundred percent, and I was sick of that too. It was I was the looking at people it, the whole the time just driving like, through the way. Call a timeout, man. This is the game right here. This mm-hmm. is the game. And you yeah, call I, a timeout. I was like, if they score, it's over. <laughs> man. 
what, what I what I think though too is I think um uh, man it's it's I'm looking at Mixon's stats right now while I'm talking to you guys here. Mm-hmm. Mixon had 15 carries for 72 yards. That should have been about 24 carries. Yes. Yes. Seriously, because he, he he averaged 4.8 yards a carry. Like yeah, he, he was getting what he wanted, especially in the second half. Yeah, you know, yeah. I like they like that should have been at least 23 to 25 carries. Like the second half, they should have just, especially when they had that lead, they should have just been feeding him and then just throwing the ball. I'm not like I, I can't knock their play calling, but uh, especially once they saw like they were getting to to Burrow, like they like, had the lead, just start, just start running mixing because they couldn't stop mixing. Did, but did they even do did play? after after Burrow went down with his knee injury? Yeah, no, it just they started the ball. They started running the ball, and I was like, "Okay, they're gonna start running the ball." There was about seven minutes left. I was like, "This is a good strategy. Try it yeah. out the box. You guys are up by four points. Yeah, you're up for four. Yeah, you know, Mixon seemed like he he pulled off some really nice runs, and I was like, "Okay, run the ball." I don't know. What I happened. expected some play action or something from him after he got those yards. Yeah, I thought they were gonna try a sweep or something, a jet sweep or a toss to somebody on the sideline. I don't know. It it seems that play calling was very vanilla. It it wasn't like utilizing the players they had in the field. Like I don't know. You had Chase there. He didn't really do that too many slants in the middle of the field or something. Like you could because you know you only have a couple seconds. Yeah. You, yeah, you got to get the ball at your hand as soon as possible. So you got to do something that's a little different. Throw them off their toes. But everything was vanilla. It's straightforward. Yeah. Five receivers yeah, like, set or two receivers in the tight end. It was everything was straightforward. Anything, well, I, I, I know one thing with um with McVeigh because I know the last Super Bowl, like he, I remember reading before, like right after he lost, he was like the thing that haunted him basically that whole off season was that he felt like he left, like he didn't open up the playbook enough. You know what I mean? Like they, they, the game was yeah. so close to the defensive battle, and he felt like he he was like he was almost too respectful of Bill, of, of Belichick. So he just like he kind of like was doing that whole same thing, that just the regular season playbook, the vanilla thing, and just mm-hmm. trying to like you know what? Let me let me try to go out the conservative way and try to battle, have like a wits battle with with Belichick instead of just saying fuck it and just going for it. Like I remember when um when 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 the when the Philly won the Super Bowl, like. Peterson, mm-hmm. the one thing about him was like he just like he, he threw everything. everything out there. <laughs> he threw everything he, at him. He, yeah, he threw everything out there. You know what I mean? And I think that's what you I think that and in this game, it's like he kind of learned from that league. He was a little more open for certain yeah. stuff. But like mind if you, a team is blitz to you, heavy. I was, gonna say, I was gonna say, mind you, even though the play the play calling was really just just fine Cooper Cup, but mm-hmm. but at least they did it, they executed it. You know what I mean? They, they got yeah. to where they to go. 100%. I, I'm just saying from the Bengals perspective. When team is blitzing you heavy, you gotta do something to make them stop. Yeah. And they didn't do anything about it. You yeah, gotta, you know, like you gotta do slants or something to make them overrun or whatever. Green, he didn't, didn't make the proper adjustments, and I think it's just it was one of those moments where it's like, you know, the team, your team is literally your quarterback's getting sacked on every single play. You need yeah, yeah. to change yeah. things up. You need to start throwing slants. You need to start throwing play actions. Maybe a few screens. Like do something like that. Got to do something. the exact opposite. <laughs> it was. So, I don't understand this play calling at all. I don't. I don't get it. I know it got them there, but it's the Super Bowl. You have to. You got to adjust. You do. Yeah, you yeah. got to. I don't know. You got to do like the Chiefs, man. They they do all kind of craziness that they never do all year. Just waiting yeah. for the one game. Yeah. 
you kind of yeah, need to like this, this 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 is the time like where this is where you just you empty you empty out you empty out the fridge man you empty out yeah. the cupboard Throw some bootlegs to give this guy at least two more seconds. Because the thing is, too, the receivers would have got open if they just had two more seconds. Yeah, they just did not have enough time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, honestly, honestly, before this game, before that last drive, my MVP mm. in this game—I don't know who it was for you. I guess it went for everybody. It was Cooper Cup at this point because of that last drive, but. Right after the last drive, my my MVP was that every everybody on that on that Cincy's uh, defensive line. Oh, they I agree. They, they really outperformed their expectations, and they've been solid yeah. pretty much all year. But ju- especially during the playoffs, they've been very underratedly been like a key factor. Like their their mm-hmm. front seven has been a key factor in this, in this especially their front four. They've been they've been a key factor like all playoffs, and I thought they really mm-hmm. outperformed themselves today, but. You know, I, I, they they at the end like Stafford got them though. Like that's what I said. I, I was really I was really impressed with Stafford at the end. They yeah, no, of- he he made the right plays at the end of the game after the two bonehead throws. He <laughs> he did he made up for it. But yeah. as far as the Bengals defense wise, I wouldn't change anything. They got a draft and they got to pay out the pocket to get a lineman. They have yeah. to. They got to do both. It cannot yeah. be. You can't fix this in the draft. Because that guy's gonna take a year or two to get the speed, unless you get a super stud, which you not you don't have a high enough draft pick for that. So you have yeah. to go get somebody, pay them yeah. out the pocket, and get it done. Left I feel, like, I feel like that's I feel like that's a missing piece for the Bengals. Their old line, one hundred percent. I mean, they had a chance. They had a chance to to pick up pick up an old line. I mean, I think they they had a chance to pick up uh, what's his name, that guy Sewell, but they Sewell. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. instead, they went with Chase, which obviously is not. We know now it's not the bad route, but I mean, yeah, they they definitely need to pick a ball in them at one hundred percent. Like yeah. if they if they had better if they had protected Burrow a little bit better, and probably if they you know maybe changed up the play a little bit more, I'm one hundred percent convinced that they would have won that game. It, two, I think two first downs and maybe a couple more minutes off the clock, they would have won. Yeah. After they took the lead, just a couple more first downs, game's over. They could have drawn out the clock. Easily, but, yeah. But the the Bengals is designed for big plays, though. That's the other problem. They left too much time. Yeah, they they yeah. throw the ball up. The guy runs eighty yards. That's one play in two minutes or whatever. Yeah, like it's not, they're, it's not they're good explosive. enough. They're definitely explosive, but I feel like they need to work on their two minute offense, right? They got to grind it off, man. They have yeah. to. They, they need to get the first down. Like I mean, even like even that last play of the game, the last series of the game, mm-hmm. I was like. I know you guys are you're running against the clock and so on, but when it's fourth down and and literally you need one yard or third down and there's one yard, yeah. you need to get that one yard. And if you yeah. have to run the play or run the sweep or something, get that one yard and then go back go back to your no no huddle offense. But you just watched the Rams do it to you with Cooper Cup. He literally just did it. I'm like, yo, don't you have one of those in your thing? Like, I don't understand it because it's a similar offense. They're in the same coaching fee. It's a similar yeah. offense. But I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't a wise move. That that last drive, terrible play calling. Terrible. They didn't give him protection so he could get the most time off the ball. And he, the play calling was too vanilla. It's too straightforward. There's a bunch of things. Even even at the very least, even if you would have had like, if you're gonna put Perry into the game, at least have him let him let him like chip block, like let him chip block Donald. You know what I mean? He couldn't even do that yeah. right. One of the no. sacks was from a chip block. 
Yeah, like there was <laughs> like even that. Like if you're gonna keep a running back in there, at least if you're not gonna run, at least chip block one of the guys. Like you know, somebody. Von Miller. You couldn't like, do that right. Like like the game can't end with a with an Aaron Donald sack. It's no. saving like a Cooper Cup. You can't end. You can't have Cooper mm-hmm. Cup getting that second touchdown. You can't have Aaron Donald getting the last sack. You can't. Mm-hmm. No, no. You have to throw everything at him. If you have to double team him, and and if that's the case, and you got to leave, leave somebody open, then you got to do it, or at least bring in a tight end or do something. Yeah, like, that's, that's my next point. Where's their tight end to help you, them block? Killed. You guy is getting killed. Bring yeah. in a tight end. Make your running back start blocking for him. Like, do whatever you need to do in order to protect him. Just don't leave him on an island. Like, there were some sacks. Some, oh, he took some ugly, ugly sacks, man. Burrow has ugly been getting stuff. killed two years in a row because of this O-line. Well, yeah, and he still hasn't he, fixed it. He's He's got a blown knee because of it, right? Yeah, yeah. He still That's haven't tough. fixed it. Because to me... This this O line is like the backups of the backups on the practice squad. That was terrible what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, all playoffs it was terrible what they're doing. You couldn't say that this guy had he, the plays. The big plays that the Bengals had was Burrow running for his life and breaking free and throwing the ball. That's the only plays that he had. He couldn't do that in the pocket, which you you should be able to. Yeah, it's got to be clean. From. All all of his plays were outside the pocket that he had like a, a long throw, and that's that's terrible. <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's the indictment on the O line. Like you don't have a tight end to come in the block, or you know you do the the fake thing like the Patriots do, like the tight end pretend like he's blocking, runs up ten yards and catches. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, <I> don't think... <laughs> you know, yeah. You got scheme. You got you got scheme better. That's what you got to do. Yes, and absolutely. That that you have to put that. I don't even put that on Burrow. I put that more on Taylor, because I mean, this is still Burrow's only second year in the league, right? Burrow did everything he had to do. I don't blame he him did. at all. He did, but the protection let them down, and I can't even blame. Mm-hmm. I can't even blame the Bengals defense because they held Cooper Cup. They held that whole team. Yeah, sixteen like, points I mean, for the whole game. Thirteen points. Flipping game, man. They held them. They stopped mm. the run. They limited the pass. And I mean, towards the end, yeah, they got burnt up a little bit by Cooper Cup. But I mean, aside from that, they played pretty much as good as any defense I've ever seen play in the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, it was solid. It was a solid outing from the defense. Yeah. Now, with now with that said, before we wrap up here, um, Super Bowl performance, man. What were your thoughts on the Super Bowl performance? And Keo, I guess I'll start with you on that one. What were your thoughts on, on, on A1? Sorry, the halftime performance, not the Super Bowl, but the halftime performance. Halftime performance was A1. It was solid. And I, I don't know if it's because our age group, but <laughs> I I was feeling everything they were doing. <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought the the, the live band was good because usually when they live band, the songs sound terrible. But Mary J's thing was dope. The uh the thing with Eminem, that sounded good. Uh, even the fifty, the fifty cent in the club was good. Yo, coming, coming, coming through at this age, upside down still, man. What? Yo, yeah, he was, he was looking <laughs> I was huge, impressed. He I was, was very huge. impressed. You, because yo, you know, blood, blood was rushing to his forehead. This, this, his, his veins were popping because that. Oh my! <laughs> he was still good though. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was impressed by it. I was like, yo, this guy came through upside down still, and then 
And then he didn't need like the pyro py- pyrotechnics <laughs> to like get him down. Like he did that himself. He flipped right like, over. He flipped right over. Like, let's go. I'm like, good for you, 50 Cent. Good for you. Yeah. Um, did you guys see what he kneeled? No. <laughs> I gotta yeah. watch that again. <laughs> yeah, halfway through he kneeled. And I think that's an homage to Kaepernick. Okay. Oh. I gotta watch it again. I gotta watch it again. I gotta I gotta yeah. I gotta I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see that part again. But I feel like I like the house stage. I thought that was dope. Yeah, the the band was dope. I I mean the, the shout out to um there's a there's an Instagram dancer I follow by the name of Aud- Audrey Fisher. Mm-hmm. I think right in the last year that guy's been really building it. In the last couple months, he's been in a a, a nationwide Toyota commercial, just based yeah. on his on his on his dancing and TikTok videos. And then um and then of course that little tick 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 thing uh, Dr. Dre was doing, he was doing yeah, that's dope. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's from the commercial. Uh, the, 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 like, it's from the TikTok thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. But but he was one of the dancers, and I'm like, when I saw that, I was like, oh my god! Like, yo, this guy made it here. Like this, <laughs> this is like an amazing, like that's an amazing. I I still think of all the performances, Kendrick had the best thing. Yeah, um, you know what? I always I'm I'm always feeling the step thing. Yeah, wait, like, let's just uh, do the step and go like, oh, let's go, let's go. Yeah, I was like, okay, this game type. Like, I mean, I I liked all the performances, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a child of the 90s. How could you not? Yeah, if, yeah. If it sure. was anybody else, like, if it was, like, a, a genera- generation Xer or whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, or any any of the new school people, like, the younger kids are looking at that and they probably were bored. But, I mean, for me, I loved it because that was my music. That's, that's what I heard yeah. growing up, right? That's what I said. Like, I don't know if it's, if it's our age group or whatever, but like, yeah, it was it was oh, dope, man. I oh, it's hundred percent our. It's hundred percent our age group because I I do wonder, like, like do the younger generation looking at looking at uh, Doctor Dre and Snoop, like how we look at the Rolling Stones, like at this point, like <laughs> I don't think so though. You know what I, mean? I don't think so because those those songs, like, still Dre still hits. It's still it still bad. hits. Like even it doesn't bad. matter how old you are. I think like you hear that song and you're like, oh man, like that's that song is still like mm-hmm. disgusting. But like, yeah, you're you're right. That 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 was definitely more for us. But I, I feel like I feel like hip hop graduated in some ways. Like that was to me was that was probably the best Super Bowl performance since I would say Beyonce and Bruno Mars. I, I, I would yeah. definitely say yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah, yeah, that 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 one that, that, that one like, was really solid. Everyone else is just usually just like, eh, it's okay. But that one was like, man, like I was out my seat a couple of times listening to that. And yeah, yeah. I was jamming, man. It's like a concert. No, and- yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it, man. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. I said, I, I like Kendrick Lamar. I love the whole stepping, and I've always mm-hmm. like I've always been fascinated with the whole black fraternities. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know their step, um, their step competitions and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, okay, it's a little different. But I mean, <laughs> seeing Mary J. Blige, Eminem, all these yeah, guys, he killed it. it. Like, wicked. Yeah, Mary killed it too. Man. Everybody killed it. I was, there wasn't anybody there. I was like, oh, they look washed. Everybody's like, yo, I watched a show of that, like the whole concert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, a couple of things I want to mention. Number one, Dr. Dre. This this was an ode to Dr. Dre. As as much mm-hmm. as it, as it was about Los Angeles, because I was I was even looking at it like you got you got obviously the connection with him and Doc uh, him and Snoop Dogg the the original connection that made mm-hmm. him like worldwide famous you know the connection with Eminem and Snoop right the mm-hmm. the Mary J 
connection because of the whole, you know, the, the family affair song. I still don't know. Yeah, family affair. Yeah. To this day, I still don't know what dancery is. Is like I've never heard anybody <laughs> say dancery. I, I still don't know what that means. But like, uh, but really, truly, like, <laughs> and then, and then even this new generation now, like right, right now, he's got he's got Kendrick. Lamar in his in his in his mm-hmm. corner. Anderson Pack. And he's got Anderson Pack. Like those two, those are like the two, like that's the next wave of like great artists coming, you know, coming through, like coming up the pipeline mm-hmm. again, right? Like it's like he's not leaving. Like this this is Dr. Dre is one of the most important musical figures in music the last 30 years. Like he's definitely he's our Quincy Jones. Like he's on that level for, oh, no, for us. Sure, yeah, for sure. For sure. Like like having yeah. Anderson Pack not perform but on the drums, like that was awesome, man. That's why I texted you. I was like, yo, is that Anderson? Who's that? I was, that's why I texted you. I was like, yo, is that Anderson? Like, yo, he looks like you. I couldn't Yeah, tell. I was like... I didn't see the bottom of the drums until after. I was like, yo, Anderson packs on the drums right now. Like, that, that, that guy is... And I was. I think he I even replied back to you. Like, he right now was like the... I think right now he's the best guy at R&B right now. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I, think, he's like, I, I think he's like the guy right now. He, he's, so, he's so talented. Like, from the Silk Sonic thing, you know, like his own mm-hmm. concerts... He's on, I think, the new Grand Theft Auto. Like he's got a character in it with Snoop and Dre, and and he's got tracks <laughs> from that album. He, he had the, he had the lead song from the the Shang Chi uh, movie uh, from from mm-hmm. Marvel. Like I think a new album's coming on the way. Like this, I think this this is his time right now. Like I'm I'm glad he's going through this. Like I've been following that guy from like he just started. Like he's ready yeah, to go, yeah. man. I think it's I think it's his time right now. Like he's super talented. Super, very, very talented. Super, very talented. Yeah, super talented. And again, like the guys on the drums, and you can see just from his enthusiasm, like that's a LA thing right there. Mm-hmm. Like that guy was so happy just to be drumming on the Super Bowl, as big as he's starting to get right now. <laughs> he, he, there was, yeah. was no like, yo, I can't perform a song, I can't sing a hook. He, this guy was the happiest guy ever playing <laughs> the drums. Like that's amazing. Absolutely. I think it's also a testament to how big those songs are. That they're still like a lot of these songs are like twenty years old. Oh, of man. course, <laughs> and they still think about it. and they yeah. still bang right now. The, sure. I've done parties, and you play new stuff, and everybody's looking like crickets. And you play in the club, and everyone's jamming all again. All of a sudden, like just out the blue, like oh my god, like, it breathes life into the party, like all this stuff. Yeah, true. Same thing still. Yeah, as, as big as 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 old as it may be, like you still have to throw some of it in there, and that and that's to me is like, yeah. uh, like I tell you, man, Dr. Dre right now is is like he's already like an MVP for 2022 because you mm-hmm. think of, you think about it, this guy got divorced and had to share out just a fraction of his net worth, <laughs> and then he just yeah. and then he hosts the Super Bowl, he he, he does a halftime performance in his backyard, basically <laughs> Inglewood, in Inglewood, out of all places, <laughs> Inglewood. Like yeah. he's winning, man. Like that's that's uh he's <laughs> oh for sure. Like he's definitely winning. It's a huge deal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's Very talented, man. Very talented. Uh, salute to him. I don't I definitely don't think this would have happened without Jay Z taking over this stuff. I don't think the, I don't think the NFL would have been like, Yeah, Doctor and Snoop, sure. Fifty cent, yeah, why not? I don't think that would have happened without them without Jay-Z's involvement, which is yeah. kudos to him. But, like, how are you going to top that? Yeah, well, he was <laughs> he was there. He was there. There was a lot of celebrities in the house. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, for the next Super Bowl, how do they plan to top that for the youth? <laughs> Good luck. 
<laughs> I don't know how they top that one, honestly, man. I don't I know. Mean, I I personally liked the weekend set last year. I thought it was good, but I mean that that's that was very that's a tight window for who that was for. And there's a lot of people in their forties like, yo, who the hell is this guy? Why does he look like this? Why he's got benches on his head? <laughs> I think that you you would have to get like a Drake up there for the next Super Bowl, yeah, to top it. Yeah, you got you got to go there. That it may happen. That's a crazy thing. It may, it may yeah. actually happen at this point. Or Kanye, it may happen. You know he was there. Kanye or Drake, one of those two got to do the next Super Bowl. Yeah, or or together. Yeah, I would watch that. Yeah, I think a lot of people would yeah. too. I think I think yeah. a lot of people would too. But but you know what? Let's let's wrap up this. Um, this Twitter Spaces uh, <laughs> remix podcast of, of the Out Podcast. <laughs> let's, let's wrap it up here. But, um, but both of you, thank, thank you for the technical difficulties or fighting through the technical difficulties <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and making this happen, man. I appreciate the both of y'all for, for, for doing this today. No good, problem. Man. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. No, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs>